Amen. Uh, if you could, turn with me uh, to, uh, where was I? Amen. All right, how many love the Lord tonight? Well, I find what I'm trying to get to. Amen. Just give me one second. I lost my place. Thing about technology. Trusting that more than the Lord, you <laughs> you may get get sidetracked. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Amen. Just give me one minute here. And I have you standing. You all right? You're okay standing? Mm. See, I went on, I, I had my uh, place, and then I went on, and I need a, uh, a place marker here. There we go. Where did that go? Where did that go? There we go. Uh, there we go. All right. And that took a long time to get to. Praise God. <clears throat> So, if you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis, chapter 1, verse number 14, and then we're going to go to uh, just for time's sake, we're going to go to Genesis, I'm sorry, Exodus chapter 14, verse 27. So, once again, Genesis chapter 1, verse number 14, and um, we'll, we'll do Exodus chapter 14 and verse 27. Ah, uh, yeah, Jesus' name. Genesis 1 and 14, and God said, let there be light. Well, it didn't say that. I'm already on it. Put on my glasses. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs, for seasons, for days, and for years. Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And if you will, skip to Exodus chapter 14 and verse number 27. Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength. When the morning appeared, and the Egyptians uh, fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea, and the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the hosts of the Pharaoh, of Pharaoh that came, I'm sorry, into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. I'm going to go back and read that again. Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength. Look at when. When the morning appeared. Amen. I want to talk to you, and I preached this before. When day breaks. When day breaks. Amen. You can be seated and give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Thank you. Appreciate it. The only problem is I can't do that while I'm preaching because then it'll pop out and then I'll be embarrassed. But I really appreciate that. It's like everybody, everyone has been giving me, uh, uh, I got a stack up. I'm serious. I appreciate it now. Don't get me wrong. and I'm going to use all of them. Hold up now. I got them all over the place. I'm telling you, they've been helping me out. <laughs> Empty containers. So, amen. Amen. We, the scripture tells us, we know the scripture. It's, I, I love the Bible. I love the, uh, the Bible because you can take something very simple in the Bible. Because it's the word of God, it can do so much. Amen. There, there are more things in this room than you see with your natural eye. 
The most powerful thing, I won't say the most powerful thing, well, one of the most powerful things that, uh, that men have been able to use and utilize is the atom. Hello? It's where we get the atom bomb, nuclear fusion, etc., etc., and nuclear power. Just by the atom. Microscopic. Things you cannot see. But there are things that you cannot see that are not necessarily microscopic. It's just hidden from the naked eye. The visible eye. <coughs> if God was to pull back the curtains and allow us to see everything that was going on around us, it probably would terrify us out of our minds. I didn't realize all that was going on. The Bible says that the world, the earth, the universe is held together in place by the word of God. Because God spoke it, so let there be light. And there was light. All the properties that necessitate, necessitate light, they're there. Now, this is just artificial light. Right? But I'm talking about natural light. Amen. So let there be light. And all the properties of light was there. There are a lot of properties of light. And, and so there are things that we cannot see with the naked eye that one day we will be able to see things clearly. The Bible says now we see in part and we know in part. Amen. We don't have a full understanding of everything that's going on, everything that's transpiring in, in our world, not even in our life. Amen. And... <coughs> Excuse me, getting that cough out there again. And so God said, I'm going to create light. I'm going to create day and I'm going to create the lights. And these lights will be for a sign. For seasons. All right. For times. So you so you'll be able to recognize and you'll you'll know that lights are for seasons. The, The stars are for seasons. Amen. Everything is not going to necessarily go the same way all the time. And God said, I'm going to create these things so you can identify that something is about to happen. I've created the light for for signs. Everybody say signs. The light for signs. For seasons. For days. And for years. I just spoke uh, a few minutes ago. I'm so, sister, you really tempted me. I pulled all these things. I'm, I'm just so tempted to pop one of these things in my mouth while I'm preaching, but I know that's probably a bad idea. Put it on a shot. Y'all going to be talking like this, right? One day soon I'll be talking like this, but I'm not ready for that yet. Not yet. During the prayer, right after the prayer, the, 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 the move of God that, that came into this place, you can feel it. You can't deny it. I'm telling you what, a, a, a staunch atheist could have come in this place and been, you know. I don't know what's going on around here. It's brainwashing or something. No, something is happening. But just because they can't see it with their natural eyes, there are things that are transpiring you don't even know that's going on right now. Amen. And that's why I said earlier, you know, there are things that are happening in the spirit realm. Because, sister, God is a... Spirit. That means he's supernatural. He's a spiritual being. People want to make him a man, but he's not a man. He's not limited. As a matter of fact, he covers all times and space. And, and actually, that's really not even a correct statement because time and space are continually expanding, at least space. The universe is expanding. To, you, you check it out. Right? You know that, right? I'm talking science continually. 
And it, it, it's nonstop. It, it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on. And guess what? The universe is inside of God. Because there's no ending to God. He's from everlasting to everlasting. He had no beginning and no ending. And just as the universe is expanding, there's no end to God. I know we can't figure that out with our finite minds. So there's more than meets the eye. There are many things that are transpiring that we can identify and recognize in our natural and finite state. But God is God. That's why he said, I am. And I am. Who should I say sent me? Hey, if you want to sum it all up where you can try to, I am. I'm what? I am. Fill in the blank. Every blank that you have, I am. First, last. Alpha, Omega. Begin and ending. Where do I start with me? God is saying, where do you end with me? So he is. He's doing stuff. We don't know what he's doing. But he said, I created light. The Bible says he created light and formed the darkness. Said that this morning. I love that message. I love preaching that message. I, 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 I create the light. I formed the darkness. It was God that said, hey, it, so we, we, now they said the Bible tells us from Genesis 1 that the earth was, was out form and void and, and darkness covered, you know, the face of the earth. Where did the darkness come from? I'm ready to go off on another subject. It didn't just exist. Everything that exists, God created. That's why he said, I formed the darkness. I don't have time to get into the theology of it all or whatever. And when the angels fell and, and darkness went up, because the Bible says God is light and in him there's no darkness at all. And everything was nothing but light. And God had to kick the angels out. Darkness came. And, and the Bible says, God said, hey, I'm going to establish something right here in the midst of darkness, in the midst of the adversary's territory. I'm going to set something up right here. It's going to be a little lower than angels. I'm going to create man in my own image. After my likeness. And devil, I don't care what you, I don't care what you think about. I don't care if you don't like it. You're just going to have to have a fit because this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to show you my glory. You didn't understand what you had. I'm going to give it to somebody lower than you. And so in the midst of darkness, God said, let there be light. And then he formed man and created man. He said, then I'm going to create Lights in the firmament of the heaven and then all that. And, and it's going to be for days, seasons, times, years, and everything else. Hey, when you see that light, you're going to be able to identify something is happening. Just because it's light, you know something is happening. Here we are. I, there, you know, as the Bible says, and this, I don't want to get on the other message, but... We, we, we have dark times. Different message, but we have dark times. People like to try to say they don't. Hello? I mean, let's, let's just show show. How many had dark times while they've been living for God? Man, I go octopus on you. You're the pastor. You, everything is easy for you. Are you kidding me? You, you're joking, right? So, we... Like somebody dialing something. Dial him up. Dial him up. Somebody took that literally. Dial him Jesus. The Bible says, in the evening and the morning... The first day. Notice how darkness comes first. Notice as it relates to this earth. And man. Darkness was first. And he had to speak light into the darkness. Oh, hallelujah. It was my darkest 
days that led me to a place of crying out to the God of light. He is the father of lights. Every good gift cometh down from the father of light. Every good thing you have in your life, hey, you may think you have... You may think someone else gave it to you. You may think you worked it up. You may think, hey, you can't do anything without God. Well, I, I, I worked it. I earned all this. Hey, who gave you the strength? Yeah. I did this. I did. Oh, yeah. Who gave you the breath? Let me see you breathe on your own. Off subject again, as I so often do. I had a, a sister, uh, one, I call her sister now because she's been baptized to see the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. From Iran. She, uh, she said pasta in her accent. I got a joke. And, um, and so she said, you know, and she's, a, she, she's, a, uh, actually she's in the medical field, you know. So, as a matter of fact, that's why she's not here. She's doing a, is it residency or whatever, something like that. And she's away and we're excited to have her come back. But, um, she says, so, man, they think they're so wise and intelligent. They had all the, 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 uh, the great minds together and all the great physicians and uh, uh, physicists and everything else. And they, 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 they came to God. And it's just, it's just, it's just like a joke. Right? Okay. And they came to God and they said, well, no, they said, we don't, we don't need God. We can pretty much do everything that God did. They said, we can, we can create life. We can do all that. We now, we can create man. And we don't need God. We can recreate man, they said. And God said, okay, go ahead. And uh, they said, well, well, we need this. God said, no, you can't have that. Uh, well, we need this to create. No, you can't have that. And so, the, the, so they began to, 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 Recreate a man. Trying to get all the things in their scientific knowledge to recreate a man. And so they went down and got some, some dirt. You know, some sand. And they took the sand and they tried to form a man. God said, wait a minute, that's my sand. Go ahead and see what you can do. <laughs> see, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to always need God. And they can try with the best of their ability to get around it, but something, something sooner or later, you're going to go to something that God created. A lot of medicine, that's all it comes from, from things God already made. That's why some people say, I don't take medicine. Oh, you mean the alloy, the vitamin E and all that, and other ingredients that's in it that, that's, that's, Oh, no, I don't want to mess with that. It has uh, a hallucinogenic, whatever the case may be. Um, last time I checked, well, say they got it from some plant. Last time I checked, God created the plants. Hello? I'm not going to do, I'm not going to take any medicine. If it came from plants, what's wrong with you? God created the plant. Because it's healing in it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a different subject for another day. I'm sorry if you don't believe in medicine. Want a Ricola? <laughs> I don't believe in medicine. You don't believe in Ricolas then. Don't take that cough drop. Don't put that lotion on. With that vitamin E. Don't eat that food. Man. Stay on my notes. God created. Everybody say God created. God created. You know, God created us and created things for our enjoyment. God doesn't want us to be miserable. Some people think that God wants desires for us to be miserable. No, no, no. 
My friend, every miserable thing comes because man has fallen from its original state, like the devil fell, fell from his original state. Hello? That was never God's intention. God is never going to send anybody to hell. People send themselves there. He said hell was created for the angels, the fallen angels, for the devil and his fallen angels. That's what the Bible says. It was created for the God is not God is not against anybody. There was darkness. He said, let there be light. You got light because God gave it to you. You have light in your life because God's given you light. You have only reason why you have hope is because God's given you hope. And but what, is, what about what's all this darkness? What about this? What I'm going through? You know, we spend more time complaining about what we're going through. And we can't get to where God's trying to take us because we're spending more time complaining about what we're going through. This is completely different than the first time I preached this. Some of y'all remember that, huh? When I preached this. Some of you say, no. It may have been in the morning service. I don't know. She said it was. She said it was and it was, right? I don't know. See, things are happening in my life when I'm not expecting. When I am actually struggling, I know no one in this church struggles. No one in here ever struggles. I mean, everybody's like, uh, you, we, we know... We giving angels instructions. That's the way, you know. Amen. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we tell God, shh, let me tell you what the move you need to make right here. And we, we, now nobody's struggling. It. Now look. In our most difficult time, God is working. As a matter of fact, when we have it all together, it's changed that way. God stepped back and said, Yo, you do it. You don't need me. And when things are, are not working like we want them to work or going the way we want it to go and, and we can't figure things out, things are confused. Like, what in the world is going on? And God's working behind the scenes. Doing a little here. Doing a little there. Doing a little here. Like, why is this going on, God? I don't understand it. We can't figure that thing out. And who can take a person from a pit in prison, being accused of rape and all that, and and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, come on, you're the man now. Just just that quick. Just take him from out. I have a message I preach, sudden impact. And we get to praying, and and, and nothing seems to be happening. As a matter of fact, we get to praying, and it seems like it gets worse sometimes. Can we just be honest? You know what some of us do? I ain't going to pray about that anymore. (laughs) I ain't praying. It's getting worse. God, give me faith. I want faith to move mountains, God. I want faith to do this, and I want faith to do that. Do you? You want faith? Huh? What is the way to get more? What's the way to get more faith? See, we think faith, huh? Trial, huh? Yeah. Test that faith with some fire on that thing. Go through this. Go there. What? Why? Because he's building up your. Most holy faith. I remember one time I was like, I got to praying. It's like God, I, I, I want, I want faith. Back on that. Then I thought about, oh, <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Really, Lord, I'm fine. Because, friend, when you want to go somewhere in God. It's not like the world. In the world, you got to step on toes and step on heads. And you know what? You, you know, the way up the ladder. In God, the way up is down. 
I'm going to humble myself. He must increase. The only way he's going to increase, I'm going to have to decrease. I'm going to allow God to work some things. He's going to to bring me to a place of submission and humility. My life's going to have to be hidden in him. Oh, hallelujah. I ain't even on my message. All that is going on. God is working behind the scene. And God is preparing us. And God is positioning us. And, you know, we don't, we don't get positioning God, as I said, the way, the way it is in the world. You know, doggy dog world. I thought it was doggy dog. Like, you know, a rapper, doggy dog. You know, Snoopy dog. You know, whatever his name is. But it's dog eat dog. You know, when you're young, you say, saying, you don't really know what you're saying. You get to singing songs, you're all wrong. You find out later, man, I was saying the wrong thing, singing the wrong thing. Amen. Sound right. Dog eat dog. That's, that's, that's how it is in the world. You know, I guess cats eat cats. Go to certain restaurants, you might be eating cat. <laughs> type of world we live in. You never know what you're really getting in this world. Now don't, don't think the devil's giving you everything he's claiming he's going to give you. He's, he's telling you he's going to give you this, that, and the other thing. Friend, you're going to be one miserable person. Because he knows he's only hit it in one place, one direction. And this, his whole goal is to take anybody to want to come. And even if you don't want to come, if you just submit to it, oh, hallelujah. And we think God is trying to trick us. No, he's trying to, he makes it plain. Hey, you're going to have some trouble. You're going to have some tribulation. Like I got to say this morning, but be of good cheer. I'll overcome. Devil's going to lie to you. He's going to promise you the world. I give you all this thing if you just bow down and worship me. You don't have to, you don't have to, Jesus, a cross. You don't have to be Lord and go to that cross. All you have to do is just bow down and submit to me, and I'm going to give you all the worlds he told Jesus right here and there. Jesus said, no. Uh, no, I'd rather take the cross. You know why Jesus said I'm going to take the cross? Because there's some joy on the other side of the cross. True joy. Not just, ha- not just fun. And I, that's okay. I'll take the, the right road. I'll take the high road. Too many people want to take the quick road. Right? Give it to me now. No, I, I, I'm think I'll, I think I'll wait. And so here we are. We, 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 we have our, I mean, that's just, I'm just another show of hands. Now, how many in here, your life has just been, since, since you've been living for God, it's been just so wonderful. I mean, it's just been utopia. Oh, God is a blessing. Every time you put a dollar in the offering, you get a hundred dollars back. That's what they <laughs> preach. And you know what they say, you, Somebody need to give a thousand dollar offering. You know, man, you gave that thousand dollar offering. You know what's going to happen. You're going to become a millionaire. You gonna walk around bling, 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 bling. That's what they preach. Right? Line everybody. Why every, why they tell everybody's walk, everybody, you're going to be blinging and blinging. They're the only ones blinging. Right? Getting their stretch with their security and bodyguards, looking like Secret Service, talking through little microphones. Yeah, take the back. Getting in their jets, all that, preaching that stuff. No, the reality, folks, is you're going to live for God. If you're really going to live for God, this is going to be your hell. If you're not going to live for God, this is going to be your heaven. Enjoy it. Sorry, this is the worst it's going to get for me. This is as bad as it gets. What are you complaining for? This is as bad as it gets. And it looks like you're doing all right to me. You're not missing any meals. You're looking all right. Hallelujah. We don't have it as bad as we act like we have it. Let me take you some places that have it really bad. 
you'll be thankful. And then you get over to those places that they really have it really bad. They don't even know how bad they have it. They running around. They happy. We got all this and we crying. Now, what's wrong with God? I wanted a filet mignon. All I got was a, you know, ribeye. It was medium well. I asked well, God. My potatoes, Lord, I, I, I really wanted more butter on it. You know how we do when we get to restaurants. We want to complain. That's how we do with God. I'm way off the subject. That's what we're talking about when day breaks. We're going to get to that. And so here we are. We don't have it perfect. We go through things. And we think it's just, it's all about suffering. God just wanted, he just wanted, he just wanted to make me suffer. And I must, I must go through all the suffering because that's what it's about being a Christian. No. Last time I checked, he said, you know what? I'm going to give you a hold your fold in this world and in the life to come. Friend, I'm telling you what. I, I may have pain in my body. I, I don't know if I had a flu or not. It feel like it. my back and everything is hurt. My leg is hurting. I'm laying down. I'm coughing and all that and couldn't sleep and all that and whatever the case may be. And y'all saying keep that stuff over there, right? I'm spreading the love. Spreading the love. No. I don't think I have it. Go home, get you some antibacterial, whatever, and just take a shower for about 30 minutes. You'll be fine. Now, I don't think, yeah, spray a bunch of Lysol or whatever. Now, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I had a flu or whatever. I don't think I'll be standing here, but I really feel whatever. So, anyway, get off of that. Maybe mess up where I was going. And so, you're going to go through all this, this stuff. You're gonna, everything is not going to be perfect. He said, in this world, you're going to have some trouble. You're going to have some testing or whatever. But in, in the midst of all that, he's still going to bless. God is still going to be with you. And it, as long as you don't get like the world get, where you want to, you know, mammon is your God, where blessing is, you know, blessing is spelled at the, you know, at the end of a blessing or the S's, you know what it has, right? Little lines through it. Dollar signs. You know, that's what people equate blessing with. Money. You don't have money, you're not blessed. If that's the case, folks, most of us are really not blessed. And I, don't, I don't see a bunch of dough around here. Huh? But we're not as bad as we claim. Probably somewhere in between. And that's a good thing. Hello? Sometimes people can't live for God having not enough. And I'm telling you, most people can't have, live for God having too much. And if you keep praying that God give you all that and give you all that, God's not going to give you all that because you know the minute you get all that, it's going to become your God. So back to the daybreaker. We must be aligned, sister. We must be in place when the day breaks to be ready for the blessing. See, you look in scripture, when day breaks, day is going to break, first of all. But when day breaks, while you're going through what you're going through, while you're going through your suffering and your misery, hey, we've been made endure for a night. We know, but we know this, we're just saying, but I'm going to say it this way. But when day breaketh, they say joy come in the morning, but everybody don't have joy in the morning. I'm sorry. Some people, some people just as worse in the morning. You rather them have, can just, just have a night. You don't need a morning. You know, some people say, I'm not a morning person. Give me about three hours and three cups of coffee, then we can talk. You and I must be ready when day breaks. Day is coming. Hallelujah. Hello. 
as I preached, I think it was Thursday. You must be in position. It depends on your disposition. You get all messed up, bent out of shape, spirit bad, all that bad attitude and everything else. When you, you the time of your visitation, when God showed, you're not even in the right frame of mind to receive what God has for you. Bible says Jesus came, he, he looked over Jerusalem and he said, oh, he, 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 he wept and he cried. He said, oh, Jerusalem, you, if you would have known the time of your visitation. If you would have just known, you wouldn't even prepare. Too busy complaining and griping. Just like the children of Israel in the wilderness, too busy complaining and griping when they, when they stepped on the scene to, uh, to where the miracle was and God's blessing, they weren't even ready for it. Because when you go through what you go through, there's going to be a day that's going to come. He said, I've given days, I've given light for days and seasons for years and it's not always going to be nighttime. It's not always going to be nighttime. But most people, you know what happens? They complain. They stay up all night complaining. When the day breaks, they sleeping. They missed out on it. He said, my mercies are new. Every morning. He didn't say the evening, the afternoon. He said every morning. His mercy is standing right there waiting for you to wake up. It's new. Do you want it? No, I don't want your mercy right now. I'm complaining about my yesterday. You can't get a hold of your mercies in the morning if you're complaining about your yesterday. Oh, hallelujah. When daybreaker. Oh, oh. Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't know. He knows. And that's why he's the one who has to supply grace. He's the one who has to supply mercy. He's the one who has to supply light. I don't have to do it. All I have to do is preach about the one. And too many times we go to somebody, you know what? They can't help me. Go to the pastor. Pastor ain't help me. What is he good for? Go to church. Church can't help me. Cole, listen, that person can't help you. No one's going to help me. Hello? Oh, what about him? Well, what can he do? Well, let me say, say it this way. He probably won't do it like we think. I think one of them over, over you, most over, let me get this right, the most overused uh, little cliche or, you know, they made the little pictures and all that with the, uh, you know, walking in the sand. You know what I mean? When I first saw it, it was cool. Then after about the 200 billionth time, it's like, all right, enough of this with this sand prints. You know what's it called? Footprint, that's it, footprints in the sand. You know, I had that ni- nice little picture footprint. That's neat. I realized it's all over the place. It didn't become, it wasn't, it wasn't unique anymore. And we noticed, you know, the story, you know, you know, when I got things that happened or whatever, it was two footprints. And then, then when I went through my lowest and my most desperate and lonely times in life, and I looked back and it was on some of you, everybody heard that, right? Everybody heard it. So I'm just going to say it again anyway. It's only one foot, one set of footprints. You, you think it's yours. And all along, it was him. And you, where, where have you been, Jesus? Did you see those footprints? You think you've been getting? You think you've got here on your own? I've been carrying you all along. See, we wanted him to do something else. When he said, "This is what I'm going to do. I'm carrying you right now." Some of us, we shouldn't even be here. A lot of us probably should be dead. The average person would be gone. The average person would be in some uh, insane asylum. Hello? Hello? Some of us should be six feet under. 
I'm just going to say it this way. Some of us should need to be a little farther than that, busting hell wide open. Hello? Yeah. But, but through the grace and the love of God. Some of us, the only happiness we had was illegal substance. Our happiness was found in a container. We're going to have some difficult times, folks. But too many people miss out and they are asleep. When day is breaking in their life. They're not in position to receive it. And, and you know how it was in the storm. Bible says, Jesus said, I want you, you boys, I want y'all go to the other side. And Jesus never asked you to go to the other side. For not. Or for, because it's meaningless. He always has a purpose. You can't figure it out. Come on, I want you to go over here. Come on, take a, take a trip. Jesus says, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go over there to the other side. You're like, okay, why? Just go ahead. You hit a, he doesn't tell you everything, so you go on the other side. Next thing you know, get a marsh, grab, 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 oh, grab, grab. Next thing you know, a storm comes. And that storm is just tossing you. Come on, get him. That, tossing you, that storm is tossing you all over the place. You, you just can't get out of the storm. And then all of a sudden, come on, let that storm toss him, man, toss him. I know you can't, don't hurt him now. <laughs> uh, okay. Don't let him get over there. Jesus told you to go to the other side, and then he's gonna allow a storm to come in your life. And now you can't get to the other side. That's just like Jesus, right? And then here he comes, right? During the midst of the storm, and Jesus walks on the water. Now look at me, Javid. Now you're in the storm. And you and Jesus walks in the water. And the Bible says that's better, huh? Looking at Jesus, right? And the Bible says that Jesus would have walked on by. The scripture says he would have walked right on by. But then they begin to cry out. See, that's why he hadn't come yet. That was some sorry crying out, brother. Now, I know when you get home, you cry a whole lot worse than that. I know you do. huh? You don't want to show us. I know you cry like a baby when you're at home. And Jesus would have walked on by in the midst of our storm. And he comes and said, okay. Storm, get out of here. Peace be still. Sit down, Storm. That's pretty much what he told the Storm. Sit down, Storm. What matter of man is this that can just speak to my storm and say, peace be still? We so worried about the storm. Why did he make me go through this? And the Bible says, all of a sudden, they bailing water. Boom, they hit the seashore immediately. And he'll send us along. And it seems like he doesn't care. It seems like he's not around. He surveyed. He he has everything in his. He could have spoke to the storm on the other side of the shore. Now Jesus, things are happening. The storm wasn't accidental or coincidental. I got a funny feeling. And it's more than a funny feeling. He knew about the storm. I have a funny feeling God knows about your storm before it even comes. He's not surprised. He understands, it, it, I, it, you know, and it's, it's not that God is sadistic that he doesn't care. We, we don't know everything that's going on, the reasons why everything has to transpire. We, we really, why? I don't know why. All I know is that it takes 
negative and positive to have any type of energy. You can't have the lights that you enjoy. Man, you can't cook your meal unless you have fire. Right? But it takes negative and positive in everything. And so we all want positive. Let me tell you, sometimes it's a lot of, be honest, I'm just going to tell you like this. It, it, it was the negative things in my life that led me to the place I'm in now. It was those negative things that had me to cry out to Jesus. To say, God, because, man, if everything was all nice and sweet and dandy and positive, Jesus, are you kidding me? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have sought him. But it was those things, those, those, those dark hours. Jesus, I need you. And then when the day came, and as the day broke, I was right in the place to receive everything that God had for me. Because I was aligned the way I needed to be aligned. I was positioned the way I needed to be positioned. Because things that you go through is going to make you better or it's going to make you better. You heard that before. Because it's going to cause you to to bend your knees. Or it's going to cause you to harden your heart. It's going to do one or the other. Either you're going to bend your knees and say, God, I need you. I don't understand what's going on. I, I need you in my life. Or... It's going to cause you to be so hard. I don't need you, God. Who are you? You're, I don't even believe you exist because if you existed, you would do this. And I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter whether a person is uh, someone who doesn't come to church or come to church. You're going to be tested. Your faith is going to be tested. And I guarantee everybody in this room, they've been, you've been tested with God. And, and, and you know, Am I in this thing for, for not for nothing? Where are you? It's like Job. That was Job was an upright man. Perfect in all his ways. Righteous, the Bible says. I didn't think I was gonna be this long. And the Bible says righteous man. Upright in all his ways. He wasn't doing anything wrong that I have knowledge of. And here comes trouble. But at the end, God just wanted to bless Job. Doing everything, he, everything was going fine. Here comes some testing. Here comes some testing. But let me tell you, won't you stand? There are some people in this room, I don't know where you are in your walk with God. Maybe you've, maybe you've been walking with him for a while. For, for whatever reason... It seemed like there has been a common thread in the messages I've been preaching. It's about people who've been going through some, some difficulties. And I believe God desires to give some people some hope, some light. Because it's not always going to be dark. But when day breaks, when day breaks, when God decides, I'm going to shed some light on you and your situation. What frame of mind and what what is going to be your disposition? What's going to be your attitude? Are you going to have faith? You're going to have hope, and you're going to trust Him. Won't you bow your head? Now this was different, and I don't know who I'm talking to. I have no idea. I I. I I, I really, to be honest, struggled about what I was going to preach. I'm trying to find my way in my place. But if this fits you, God's been talking to you. And you wait for your day to break. I want you to come down to the front. what's going on. You can't figure things out. There's really no explanation as to why. I have a question for you. What is your disposition? 
your mindset, your attitude. Come on, in Jesus' name. It's not always going to be dark. It's not always going to be painful. When day breaks, it's going to be your disposition. It's going to be your attitude. It's going to be your mindset. faith when day breaks? Are you going to be looking towards him when day breaks? Come on in Jesus name. Come on, daylight is coming. It may be a season of darkness. It's only for a season. He said I created the lights for days. Seasons. Come on in Jesus' name. Nothing lasts forever. Not on this earth, not in this world, not in this dispensation. Come on in Jesus' name. Not trying to make light of what you're going through. Not trying to make light of the suffering and the pain. But the God of light says, I'm going to carry you through. Even when you don't recognize, you can't identify. But God is going to do a work when the day breaks. God's position when the day breaks. The miracles will happen when the day breaks. In Jesus' name. We're gonna walk on dry land. We cannot 